This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. Hey, this is Jeff Terrell, head coach for 76ers GC, and we're excited about the launch of our pod, the 76ers Gaming Club Podcast. For a limited time, check out new episodes on the 76ers podcast network feed or you can subscribe to our feed by searching 76ers gc wherever you get your pods hey what's going on everybody this is jeff terrell this is steez this is the 76ers gaming club podcast uh today we got screddy on the podcast with us excited to have him back on here how y'all doing tell everybody what you've been up to lately screddy well what I've been up to is pretty much the same thing every day. Which is? Scrimmaging, sleeping, eating. Scrimmaging, sleeping, eating. <laughs> Schedule doesn't change. Just a little bit more scrims a day, a little bit less another day. But we're always getting better. So, as y'all can see in our last game versus the T-Wolves, we fought. It was a great series. I felt like we should have won, but it is what it is. I feel like. We're back. That's good, uh, and we'll we'll talk about that series here a little more more so here in a minute, uh, and we'll talk about just an update on our team and stuff. Trying to get the chat pulled up. I see that uh, there's already some comments in there. If you guys want to write those comments again, I got it pulled up, and it will. Uh, I'll be able to read them. So if you guys have any questions or anything you want us to talk about, just go ahead and write them in the chat. Uh, first off. Uh, Let's do a little recap of, uh, you know, the first two weeks of the season. Um, obviously, started out the season uh, with a tough week with the Raptors and the Hornets. Um, definitely some things that we struggled with uh, the first week. Uh, turnovers, um, defense wasn't wasn't too great. And, uh, you know, the next the following week we – 
we had uh, the Warriors and the T-Wolves. And uh, I think against the Warriors, we showed signs of us getting better. Um, we started out really well, and then um, it just didn't translate through a whole game. And then uh, we had a rematch with uh, the T-Wolves, a finals rematch. And um, game one, I think we we kept it – we kept it close. We we did some things, some good things, and then game two, we we felt like ourselves again. Um, not only because we won, but I mean, we were communicating. We had drive. We had passion, and, and it was something that was, it was uh, good to hear on the mic. Uh, obviously, I can't be down there with them, but uh, you can hear you can hear them, and you could tell that there there was a raw emotion, and they they were they were locked in. And I think game three, they were like that as well. They played great. Um, we made a lot of adjustments um, from previous games with, I mean, I think our turnovers were, were kept down low. I think uh, we shot fairly well. Um, and I think with the ball, uh, Scretty showed how good and how, how good he can be um, and how much he's improved from the offseason as being a secondary ball handler. And uh, we just have to get a little more consistency out of that. And uh, he, he's working and he's getting better. So I'm definitely excited for that. Um, and if you guys have a take on it, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, take on it. Take on the series? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I felt like um, I definitely played better than previous games. Uh, I think I had like 20 a game almost. And it obviously helped us because uh, the scores were a little bit closer. So I feel like. With me being more aggressive and on the build that I can like score, I feel like it takes a lot of weight off Radiant and the uh, the team. Yeah, uh, from what I guess the chat that watches the our two K league games, you guys can tell that there's things in the league build that are um, a little discouraging, like <laughs> things like you know anybody can get ripped at any moment. Um, and at the beginning of the season, we we weren't adjusting to that well. Uh, you know, we have one of the best point guards in the world, and him, he he likes to dribble, he likes to cook up, and that's how he's been for the past two seasons. So, like, it was tough blaming him in the beginning for, like, those turnovers because as a point guard in 2K, you know, that's something that you've been used to your whole life, being one of the best dribblers in the world, being able to shoot very well, and, uh, you know, just losing the ball out of nowhere, it, it's very frustrating, and that's how we developed a lot of turnovers. And like I said, that's not completely his fault, but it's just, like, it, it, we took a little longer than other teams took to adjust to that. And I think now we're adjusting really well. Um, the Like the Warriors game, I know we had a few turnovers, but nothing crazy. And then T-Wolves game, we really limited our turnovers, and that's why it was such a good series. Um, and so, yeah, we're getting better every week. Um, but now it's getting to the point where, we, you know, we really got to lock in and, and start just taking out teams left and right and just start getting the streak going. Um, but, yeah, I was proud of our team. Uh, obviously not the outcome we wanted in game three. But, uh, you know, with our first four games, like, take out the first two games because those ones, you know, we, we got blown out. But um, if we were playing like how we just played the other night, like, those first four games are such good teams that any team could win that. Like, if we were to play those four teams again right now, it could go either way. And you could easily be 4-0. You could be 2-2. Two and two, You can be 0-4. Like, it, it can just happen in this league. Um, and that's what makes this league so competitive and so much fun to play with. Definitely. Uh, Dirk said – what is it like having a start like this since you guys haven't experienced this in the first two seasons? Um, I'll start. Uh, I think it gives us a new challenge. We uh, start out every year so far 
with the tip-off tournament, we win it. And um, we've never really – we've had adversity. We've had, like, things in the season. Like, we'll go through a patch every year where we struggle a couple games. Uh, last year, I remember we were 4-4 four and four at one point. Um, we finished the season 11-5. and five. Uh, We're very capable of going out and I, I truly believe this of going out and you know going on a big streak uh our team's still the same guys still the we're the same 76ers that could be three and one right now or four and oh um we have to continue to make adjustments we have to continue to keep our mindset correct uh and just stay positive and i think we'll be fine um we're excited for the challenge i think um, everybody here is excited to bounce back. And um, I always tell our guys, like, at the end of this season, we're going to look back at this and it's going to be a defining moment for us. Whether it's good or bad, it's going to define us in some way. So uh, we're just excited for the challenge. And if you guys want to touch on it. Yeah, I think uh, there's more factors that play into this. Obviously, like when we would go through our, our slumps last year, uh, that was more just like on us, just strictly that. Like, uh, there's obviously a couple more factors now. There's you know the quarantine and um, remote play and, and and a bunch of things. And it's no excuses. Like we we should be able to you know adjust well. Um, but even the teams that are winning right now, like uh, even the you know Raptors, I know they're you know they're still going through it. Like everybody has their their issues right now with what's going on with uh, playing from home or just being at, in a house all day every day. Um, I know I just saw a couple people tweet out today like that, you know, it's really getting to them. Um, so it's like those are other factors that are playing into this as well. Um, and through all that, you know, not seeing your family, being secluded in your own house, like being in your own room all day, like stuff like that. Like and then going and just playing the same game and then wake up the next day and kind of like what Scratty said, you wake up, scrim, eat, go to sleep, wake up, scrim, eat, go to sleep. That's kind of what it is right now. Um, and so at times it's it's hard to you know to just really focus on what you need to focus on but it is what it is it's what we got to do um but not only are like we're 0-4 and, and i and like we're going through it but no we're not any different than the teams that are like i said that are winning they everybody's going through it right now and i know you know scratty can touch on it a little bit um but yeah yeah uh i'm gonna touch on about us starting 0-4 again like this is a, definitely a challenge we haven't faced before but I feel like um, right now we're in a tough spot because we can only afford maybe two, three losses. So we have to really lock in. And we was in the same situation uh, last year, like Kai said, when we were 4-4 four and four, and we uh, had went on like a six-game winning streak. So I feel like um, it's very tough right now, but I feel like we can get through it. We could easily go 5-0 and oh in these next five. Not No knock to the teams we face, but I feel like uh, we're getting our groove back. And yeah, I definitely miss home, miss my mom, miss family. Yeah. Feel like everybody does, but it is what it is, and I'll get to see them when I can. The other thing that's like weird about like obviously this season with remote play is that when we went on like our streaks every year, the first two seasons, you play these teams obviously in New York, and when you play them, you strike and you strike fast. Like we would play them in like first quarter and by the second quarter we're up 15 20 and it's kind of like their the opportunity from the team we played just like their chance already slipped where it's like another thing that sucks about remote play sometimes is with best of three series is let's say you know 
I mean, it worked in our benefit the other day. We lost first game to T-Wolves, and we came back and, and beat them game two. But, like, you know, we could go out there, win game one, and then you could lose the next two games. Mm-hmm. Where it's like one of the – that's why that's what's so challenging about it. But it's like if you're the better team, you should win the best of three series. But um, I've always liked the feeling. The reason why I like New York and all that kind of stuff, even though – like, tournaments, I always feel like when money's on the line, like the tournaments, I feel like those should always be, like, best of threes because, like, you know, that's money right there. Regular season games have always, like, you know, one game, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think there's, that's where a lot of sparks, like, come from. Uh, you don't you don't really see too many upsets. Like, there were upsets last year because, you know, it's one game series in, in regular season. There's not too many upsets because if a team, like, shocks you or, like, comes out with a surprising lineup game one, you just adjust. Game two, you'll be fine. Okay, win that. Now let's win game three and get this out of here. Um, so it just – it's definitely different. I wouldn't say I like it or dislike it. It's just it's a it's a more different feeling. And now knowing that you know we we're trying to go on a streak. Now we're trying to make some some stuff shake. And now it's like it's not just one game every time. It's we got to win two or we got to mm. win you know uh, game two and three or we got to win one and two. Like you know it's so. Yeah. So we uh, have a question from Milo. He said, "What's it like compared to playing? What's online like compared to playing at NYC? Uh, Scary. If you want to take that. Yeah, I definitely take." Ooh, big difference, big difference, especially for the rookies. Um, not being on stage is definitely tough because uh, when you go on that run and you get to yell at the other team, it rattles them a little bit. So now we like we can't we can't do that. We can uh, only get energy from each other and our coach. So it's like I don't know. It's it's very different, and it's like I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really with the vibes. I want to be. I want to be back on stage so bad. Yeah. It, it like it's it's not bad to say. I think people are uh, like scared to say like on you know Twitter or I guess on a podcast or on a stream that that they're not really fans of the remote play. Like nobody really is. Honestly, it's just what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and does it give us more opportunities as a league for expanding? Like have we been on ESPN two and uh, us versus the Wizards? We were on. Uh, NBC Philly, like that's awesome. That's great, um, and it does uh, tremendous things for our brand. But we're a team. Like it's no, it's no shock that we're a team that under the bright lights, like we show up and we always have, and uh, and that's where we want to be. It's always fun. It's a different atmosphere. It's our, it's our way of having our own business trips. And uh, sometimes, you know, when we go down, we're in a team house, and we go down to the basement to play. It doesn't feel like a business trip, uh, and you know, there's plenty of things that you can try to do to change that, but you'll never get that exact same feeling of walking down those stairs in New York and, you know, Scott Cole or Dirk is calling, you know, here come, you know, the boys from Philly, like 76ers GC, and we're wearing our jerseys, and, you know, Scratty has his hood up, and everybody's locked in, and you lock eyes with the other team, and you start, you know, talking a little trash, and, like, that's where you get in that moment, um, and you can't really have mm-hmm. that right now. It's no excuse for why we're 0 4. Uh, it's just, you know, Something we still got to do. Yeah, it's just different. It's just yeah. different for us. Uh, Danny said, uh, do you guys need me on top of the stairs to fist bump y'all? <laughs> See, like <laughs> things like that. That's something that we always are used to. Yeah. Um, I'm used to, you know, getting we – all, we're all used to, you know, once we get there, we instantly go up into the locker room and you start shooting around, shoot around, and then you walk around for a little bit. Uh, maybe catch some of the games that if we didn't have the first game, you know, we're watching and um, kind of just sitting there getting your mind right. And, you know, obviously the fans, that's like the next biggest thing. You have the fans that are around you that are going crazy and, Mm -hmm. 
I don't think a moment will ever be like those playoff moments last season where like the fan, our fans from Philly like took a bus up and we're going crazy the whole time. And, um, and having the feeling now to where, you know, I have my own beliefs, everybody has their own beliefs, what's going to happen this season, but not being able to see fans as often, like that, that kind of sucks because, uh, I know what kind of impact 76ers GC has brought to this league. And I know what we do for fans. Like, you know, people have always come up to me and said, we love watching the Sixers. I know even though we're 0-4, people still love watching us because at any moment we can make something happen, and that's what's always been special about our team. Um, but, yeah, it's, it is weird getting away from the, the routine of being in New York. Definitely. Uh, Mama Scratch said, I miss you too, son. <laughs> love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it Adio? That's Jake, Adio. Adio. He said, uh, any build changes being made? Uh, we're we're uh, we're labbing some stuff. We're we're always yeah we're always gonna go over some stuff. But yeah, like I mean we're we're, we're not gonna tell if we're gonna. Yeah, Hardy, I don't like that question. <laughs> if we're gonna do that or not, but um, Sportsstein said, did did you get fig? Wait, did you get figure? I guess what what you're trying to say is, did you guys figure out something game two versus the T Wolves? Um, I don't think our problem is figuring out other teams. I think it's figuring out our team. Um, and I think we're getting there. Um, just as you can see from week one to our last game, like we're figuring out ourselves and like what works for us. And mm -hmm. the biggest thing is not what every other team does, it's what we do. And like we limit turnovers, that closes the margin. We hit more open shots, that closes the margin. We talk consistently on defense that gives up like airs on defense, giving the other uh, other team wide open shots, and we're closing the margin. We're, we're figuring it out. Um, as these guys said, like it is a lot different playing at your house um, remotely than it is in the studio. Like it's just different, and that's not an excuse. It's a huge adjustment for our team. Um, we have had two great seasons doing something consistently like mm -hmm. we we have stuff that we've done consistently for two seasons and you know like it's something we build our team around too yeah. we build yeah. our team around yeah. experience we have no rookies on yeah. our team we build our team around people that have been in that moment that we know like when they're on like the stage they can they can hoop mm -hmm. um i mean i don't think a team would have ever expected you know drafting Somebody who it's like, okay, this guy probably performs best when he's on stage. This guy probably performs best yeah. when he's, you know, behind his monitor at home by himself. Like, yeah. who would have thought that, you know, drafting that person right there might have been the answer this yeah. year? Like, yeah. like that, that's what's frustrating. Yeah. Mm. And it, it's something we're going to get through and we're adjusting. And, and, you know, we're excited to we're excited to go out this week and play. I know uh, all of them are. I know myself as well as. You know, uh, the people supporting us are excited for us to turn this ship around, and uh, we have every intention of doing that. Um, another question from Versa. He said, do you guys truly think being on stage makes a huge difference? Because I believe the better team will still execute for the most part. Uh, I'll answer this one to start out. Uh, I 100% I believe that it's two separate things. Um, it's just like if you're going to play like think about going to play a college basketball game and you have all those fans there you have 
you have a routine like that you've always had. Say you play at the University of Kentucky and they're sold out every night and they are used to that environment. They feed off their energy from their fans and that does play a role in sports. I feel like we're not taking it to that extreme, but like we do feel like there's a difference and there is like some people don't perform the same in a game than they do in practice. I played college basketball and I had teammates that were unbelievable shooting in practice. They were, they were, they were dogs. They were some dogs and shoot, shoot around workouts. Like they were just knocking everything down, but it's a different environment when it matters and there's people there. It's not shooting, you know, by yourself and in the comfort of your, your own home or your own gym. It's, it's just different. So I do believe that it's completely different. Um, Steez, have you tested all the center builds, Milo? Yeah, uh, I've seen most of them. It, Milo, it's kind of like the same as the past two seasons. You know, there's two builds that are solid that, that you could uh, win a game with. And I'd say, honestly, the other ones, you'd have to really play perfect to, to help, like, win. Um, there's They made one center build that's very dominant, and they made another one that could hold its ground, and then the rest are kind of just like, whoa. Um, they're not terrible builds. They're just you would have to run some like weird offenses with it. Like you know they have like post playmakers and stuff like that, and it's kind of like we're running five out like with a post scoring like center like kind of like last year that people had at the four, um, and like that only takes you so far, especially in this league build with how momentum based everything is. Uh, but to answer your question, yeah, I've looked at them and played on a couple of them, and there's only about two that I feel like out of the it was an eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, two out of the eight that are like solid that could win you a game. Uh, Mama Scratch said, "How does Tucker and User fit fit the vets?" Uh, I'll answer that with them. Like, I think they've been great. I think they both are adjusting. Obviously, like it's a little different, like coming into a team house with guys that have been here for you know some two years and some. For, for three years. Um, obviously, like, their bond is, is a lot deeper, but we've welcomed them in like they're our own, you know? Like, like they've been here. There's no weird, like, vibes or anything like that. Uh, everybody gets along. Uh, I think the adjustment, like, for them, honestly, was more so not leaving the house. Like, we haven't got to leave the house or, you know, we haven't they got haven't to go, experience Philly. They yeah. haven't got to go see Philly. They haven't got to go to a game. So, like, that's stuff last year that, like, really helped bring our team, like, yeah. together more, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I remember the first week we got here, the second week we got here, or second week we got here, everybody was here. We were going to go to uh, Top Golf. And, like, stuff like that, like, helps bring teams together. Uh, I'm not saying this doesn't. Like, we're all in the house, so it's, like, brought us together. But, like, they're not getting to experience, like, outside of the house. So, like, when you're kind of, like, just trapped to an extent. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's nobody's fault. It's just, like, what COVID's brought to everybody. So, I think, like, for our team, like myself, like, haven't got to see kids, haven't got to see family. All these guys haven't got to see their family. But our team's a little bit different because we have guys that have kids. 
We got bread that's got three. We got radiance that got one and one on the way that's due, you know, any time now. So it's it's definitely affecting us, and it's definitely bringing. Um, it's more than just two K. Like we're 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 getting through it, and we're we're pushing as as much as we can, and uh, we also have life to deal with too. And um, it's just something that we're all trying to adjust through. Mm-hmm. Um, Versa said, do you guys feel like the current league build fits the play style for the 76ers, GC? Um, I'll, I'll start on that one. Okay. feel like no matter what the league build is, we have good enough players to adjust to it. So right now, at the beginning, you could say it's not fit for our play style, but by by the end of the season, you're going to regret I'm not going to say you were going to regret it, but you're going to feel like, okay, they adjusted, they adapted, they have good enough players, so maybe this is the play style for them, or they just got used to it. So either way, we have to get used to it because it's not going to change much. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I can go either way with that. I mean, at the beginning, like I said, uh, it's a game where if you're a defensive player and you spam a lot and you try to get steals – more times than not, the league build's going to give it to you. So, does that play against something like Radiant? Yeah, of course. Like, you know, people would just come up to Radiant, spam on him, and make him drop the ball eight times in a row. Like, that doesn't really play into our favor, obviously. Um, can we adjust to it? Yes. In the past two seasons that we've played, we start off great. There's a patch usually midseason. We are slow out the gate after that patch, and then we figure it out. Um, we figured it out every year so far. Is is this one taking a little longer? Yeah. Do I wish it took this long? No, but you know we're zero four. It is what it is. Can't go back and go. You know, get other go back and play those teams again until maybe like a tournament or playoffs, something like that. So, you know, you got to handle what's in front of you right now. And we got a couple more teams to play for remote play until we figure out what's going on with the league after that. But, um, you know, it's adjust or you know get left behind. And uh, I don't really feel like we want to get left behind right now. Yep, and that they touched on it perfect there. I do want to go back, Versa, to the question you asked, because I did leave this out and I saw that uh, Hadi O wrote it. Um, another huge difference um, with, like, playing remotely and then playing in the studio is is LAN. And oh, yeah. that doesn't That's get a talked huge, about a lot. That's a huge part. But, like, everybody's connection is obviously different. And uh, it it's a huge it, – it's huge. And that that's, that's something that – changes stuff too like we're there's times like we go down there and we we have what we're supposed to have we have like 600 you know download and there's times we go down there and we have five and four upload um so the inconsistency there is tough but like i said everybody's going through these things it's not just us it's everybody so like yeah that's another thing like why we miss the studio as well because it's all an even playing field it's all everybody's on the same thing and uh you know it's just and that's for anybody so that's another reason uh i definitely think the studio helps out a ton um somebody said zds what is it like when you're in the zone how often does that happen uh when i'm in the zone i'm calling for the rock but uh it happens it happens when I'm when I get like when I get going early 
it'll it'll start flowing. And uh, as you can see in the T Wolf series, uh, I think I had six points going into the half of game two, and I ended with twenty five. And uh, Radiance started giving me the ball to close the game out. So I feel like when I'm in the zone and Radiance trusts me, then that's when I know I have to uh, go get a bucket or make the right read. And I feel like I worked on that this whole offseason. So why not uh, put it to use in the in the league? Definitely. What's the best moment in 76ers GC history? I'll let – Scready, start out with this. I want to hear what you got to say. Favorite moment has to be game four of the finals. We were down 2-1, and we were down in the – we might have been down in the fourth quarter or the third quarter. And uh, I got switched on the bear, and he went five out, and I blocked it. (laughs) That's what I remember. And then I think the play before that, I hit a heavy. Shout out to the 2K gods. (laughs) They were with me. They were with me on that game. They wanted to see a game five bad, but uh, yeah, game four was definitely the greatest moment when we were down and we we just had to keep fighting and we had to force a game five. What's your favorite moment? Favorite moment. What's yours, uh, man, there's too many. I've been here a long time. Uh, Maybe I, the first tip off. That was a good time. The second tip off championship was good too. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, I think one of my favorite times was Celtics. Season two, we played the Celtics in the semifinals. And we, if we win that, we go to the finals. And, you know, you're thinking every, everything's running through your head. Okay, we're one series away. And then, you know, we beat them pretty – I don't want to say easy. You know, they're a good team. We respect them. But we were we were doing well against them. Game one, we beat them. And then game two, you know, for what you guys don't know, I'm just going to say game two, we had a wayside. Um, and that's where we just knew. And so – you know, Radian told me that he wanted me to go low block because he wanted to just five out him. And so, you know, I'm sitting there smiling, living, just just watching a movie. I'm just, you know, having a great time. And I see our crowd going nuts behind us, the crowd that came up from Philly. And, you know, they're having a great time as well, just seeing Radian just, like, cook people up. And all I'm thinking is, like, oh, my gosh, like, all this work in the past two seasons, all you know, all the work we put in the off season to get better. And, like, we're really about to go to the dance and, and like, that's where I was like, this is, you know, something special. And, you know, we have something special here. And uh, I think that's probably going to be one of my favorite moments. There's a million others. Yeah, like I said, winning the tip-off. And, you know, there's a special moment with, like, Brett and me where after the after the second tip-off, you know, he came up to me and me and him, like, hugged because, like, I told him when he got drafted here that if he did his job and, and you know, you played your role right, like, we're going to win you a lot of money, man. And instantly right out the gate, you know, we won the big prize, which is always nice. Uh, but th- there's plenty. There's moments off the court that, like, us just being together are, like, some really good moments for us. Um, but, yeah. I think mine was that same series, but it was the first game. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but at halftime we were down mm. against the Celtics. And it was, like, it was just, like, we weren't really locked in. Like, how, how I like it's like, talk and energy and all that. And if you guys remember, our fans showed up at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, and we came out that third quarter and we just went crazy. It was just nuts. And, like, that moment right there, like, I knew that moment, like, we were going to win the series. That third quarter, I've, like, our guys were just – they were up yelling. They were talking on defense. They were, they were trusting each other. And, like, right there I knew that the series was over. And it just took – 
our fans walking in to the to the arena yelling and banging on stuff i remember uh jason williams with the big rocky gloves or whatever mm-hmm. he had it was just it was a it was a cool moment yeah so for those of you that ask if it's different remote play and stage it's completely different like <laughs> yeah. when fans are in there the, there's no better feeling than that and mm. then you know the fans that come up and talk to you, you get kids that come up and talk to you after the games and stuff like that's that's what you uh get into this business for is, yeah. is the fans yeah it's uh it, it's definitely a it's it's a huge difference yeah. it's a huge difference and like definitely hope we can we can get back uh into the studio and get the season going uh, sports said I'm confident in you guys because of Steve Stone. That dude is ready for blood. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Facts. Uh, Hadiel said, in my opinion, you guys would be three and one or maybe even four and zero oh if it was Land. I mean, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. Like the teams that beat us yeah, good right teams. now, they're I mean, they're they were better than us. Like those yeah. night those nights we played, they were better than yeah. us. And I, I'm never gonna take anything away from like those teams beating us. Do I? Would I ever be like I would take that team? I'd rather be with that team than my t- our team. No, like never. I, I love our guys. I think we have. I think still our record doesn't define us uh, at all, it, and it's not going to. And uh, I just think it's something that we're gonna get through. But those teams are definitely like they they are who who they're, moving who they're showing they are. They're they're good teams. They're doing what they're doing. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Danny said, "Laugh out loud." A wayside, but land heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's. So once we won game one, we were just like, "Oh baby, here we go." Versus said, "My favorite moment: stop cussing." Uh, that's that's a legendary moment. <laughs> that's a good moment in history. Tell us, uh, tell us what it's like at the team house. Uh, you want to go script? Yeah. <laughs> um, like I said earlier, the team house is like. Scrimmage, everybody meet down to basement certain time. We scrim. Then sometimes we all chill in the basement. Uh, some play Call of Duty, Warzone, or my team. Some go to their room, and then that's pretty much it. We're going to text in the chat. Does anybody want to go get food? Anybody hungry? And then so that's it. The vibes are great in the house. Everybody like gets along with each other. We talk. We watch film. We all the, we do all the little things that uh, a team is supposed to do in the team house. Like we all get along with each other. That's the big part for me. Yeah, I think uh, going to get foods like the only time like we're like get a refreshment. To be honest with you, I know that's like how life is right now, but it's like that's some of my favorite parts of the days. When well, one I like food, but the other one is like we're just getting out of the house and getting some fresh air. And uh, it's a lot different than, like, last year. Like, we got to go sit down somewhere. Like, I, I would text Steez randomly last year and be like, dude, you want to you wanna go to Texas Roadhouse? And, like, it, and, like, just get out. And, like, you can't really do that right now. Yeah. And um, it, it's just – it's tough. Yeah. I think this is the, the first season it, – it happens every season, but – this is the first time, like, it's really, really hit, especially this early. For those of you who don't know, like, yes, we're two weeks in, but Jeff and I have been in Philly for a while now before, like, the rest of the team. Um, so this stuff hits, like, really hard with me because, like, 
when we're on our own, like like Shreddy said, when we're all together, it's great. And, and, you know, there's good vibes with the team. Everybody likes everybody, and that's how it's always been. Um, there's never been any, you know, negative sort of, like, impacts with players and each other. Do we get in arguments and heated moments? Yeah. But, like, I mean, that's what teammates do. That's what brothers do. Um, but, like, there's been so many moments now, and I know everybody's been going through this. Like, this isn't just me, so I'm not just calling myself out. But, like, when you're by yourself and you're literally – like I said, from season one to season two, I'd be thinking about, you know, speeding with my family again and seeing them and like how I can't wait. But now it's like you think about it way more now in the moment that you're in, um, not just because we're forward, not just because the COVID, it's like a whole thing, just everything. Um, you think about like how bad you want to be with them like right now and how bad like you can't wait. Like that moment that when you see them or that off season, like you always think like for at least me right now, I'm thinking like when that off season comes around, like I can't wait to like, you know, cherish my time with them a little bit and like really like focus in on them because you know they throw so much support for you and um they know you want to be home right now but you're doing what you can uh and so i feel like just as of lately like even you know i know scratty goes through a lot me and him talk me and him probably closest and you know he always tells me like how he can't wait to be home and stuff like that but it's just really set in and we're only week two right now like how bad we can't wait to like really just be with our families again yeah yeah and that's like for everybody on our yeah. team. So it's I think like, that's everybody in the league, honestly. Yeah, like, yeah, league, like, yeah, yeah. That's everybody. It, it's just, it's different. Like, yeah. right now, a lot of people, like, if you really think about it, a lot of people that, you know, were working and, like, like when life is normal, yeah. they get to go home to their families at night. You know, they get to do that. But, like, now is a time, like, where they're with their families all day long. Mm-hmm. Like, People are getting to be with their kids all day long. They're getting to be with their families all day long. And, like, for us, it's complete opposite, you know? So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's tiring, um, stressful. It's uh, it's something new almost every day, like, that just goes through your head. And it's mentally draining. But, I mean, what else can you do, you know? You have to – we have to just keep pushing through it and – uh you know, we're, I think we'll, I think we'll, we're going to have to stand, you know, strong together. And I think that's what helps us through it more so is that we, we all are going through it and we're able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, will there ever be a 2K League player on the cover of 2K? Um, probably not. Yeah, I would, I would say <laughs> uh, probably not. Don't ever bank on that. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, Destiny? Uh, good seeing you yesterday at Walmart, man. Uh, <laughs> thanks, for, huh? th- thanks for tuning in. Uh, the guy at Walmart, he uh, works at Walmart. He, he's a big fan. He, he that's the guy at Walmart. His name's Destiny. Well, that's his. That's his name on <laughs> Evil Destiny. That's his name. He's cool. It's my guy. <laughs> that's awesome. He works in the deli department. Good stuff. That's my guy. Good stuff, Destiny. Um, Mama Scrat, communication is key. And video in y'all, y'all's opinion, because people quick to say X Y Z, because it's only video games. Yeah, uh, nobody really knows. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. They don't they yeah. Don't know shit. yeah. Um, the other thing is, is, like, to really put in perspective for you guys, one thing that you give up most in this line of work is time. Like, you give up so much time with, like, sacrificing, like, with your family and stuff like that. Um, and you always see like movies and quotes or whatever that the one thing you'll never get back with, you know, loved ones is time. Like you'll never. And, you know, when you think about it, like I lost my dad when I was 18 years old. And when you really think about it, you know, there were so many times where I could have spent more time with him and things like that, which I, you know, 
Um, it's not that I like regret anything, but it, it is true. But in this line of work, you give up time, you sacrifice time with them. Uh, but you do it for a bigger picture. I'm not, I don't do this because, you know, I, I love video games. I, like we already know that I do this because I'm sacrificing my time with them to try and prepare us and give us a better future. Um, and I think that's for everybody here. Like if I, yeah, I don't get to see them six months out of the year, but down the road and, you know, close maybe like four or five years or something like that, if we could be set up to where there's, you know, we're going to be well off and, and I know that I, you know, put in my work to, to put us in that position and make it to where my mom don't, doesn't have to work and stuff like that anymore. Like then I'm, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Wills actually in here said, Yerp. Rocky gloves and the wig. Can't forget that. <laughs> we miss you, Jason. Man. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely miss you. I hope you're doing well. Hope the family's doing well, man. Hope to, hope to see you again soon. Howdy, uh, I said watching the intro to last year's finals versus the Wolves. Part where Steve's is yelling, "Come on!" <laughs> Gets me hype, man. I, that all those videos uh, puts me through like an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> like <laughs> you're so like hype, ones, hype like, watching yeah. them, and then like you're so sad at the same time. Like, <laughs> it's just, I'm like so ready for like the next finals to happen, just so they yeah, can just so, stop posting yeah, all I'm that tired kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I'm so over it. Like I saw that we were the game of the week, and I was just like, I knew they were coming. Oh. And I was like, yeah, like it's you know it's awesome playing the T Wolves, and we always have a hell series, but it's just like, listen, they won. Let's just call it. Yeah. Let's on to the next. Mama Scrat said, "Who is the cook?" Of the house, I would say, <laughs> you? I would say me, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, yesterday, uh, I was cooking a steak outside, and as I'm walking inside, Scurdy's going up the stairs. He goes, "If you don't eat all that, just bring me off a piece. Come knock on my door." He didn't even <laughs> bring me a piece. <laughs> I mean, I ate it all, but uh, I, w- <laughs> I would say me. Yeah, I try, I try, I always offer uh, to give him a piece. I don't. He used Radiant used to cook a little bit. Yeah. And then he, he, he I think uh, Bread tries, doesn't he, down there sometimes? He tries to cook. What does Bread try to cook? They do. They just cook they do everything something. in the oven. They just leave yeah, their they, dishes everywhere, too. They're the worst with that. <laughs> like, God. Uh, how long? Uh, so, like, when we're watching film, we don't, like, most teams, there's not a ton that you do that they do. So, like, we'll watch, like, a game or two and then. At times, we'll have it broken down. I'll just have it all broken down. Or we'll just watch the full game and stop and go, you know, as as we please. Uh, but it just depends. Um, how does the negative energy roll off your backs? Because comments in Twitch chat, YouTube chat, and what someone should have done off. How do you stay positive as a team? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, and that's from Mama Scrat. I'm going to be honest with you, like, Previous years, I used to always go back into the Twitch chat and see, you know, like what people would write or see like what they thought in certain moments. And I haven't done that this year. Um, And I don't really think I'll ever do it again because our team, like, to be honest with you, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's just people are going to people are going to love you or hate you if you're winning or losing mm-hmm. and they're going to talk about you uh, either way and at the end of the day to me like our success or you know our failures isn't defined by somebody's opinion um and we're not we're not I'm not going to ever buy into that and uh I know these guys aren't ever going to either so it's just you know, it's just opinions, yeah. and uh, we don't let it affect us. 
I I see everything all the time. I I'm on Twitter a lot, even though you don't see me tweeting a lot. Um, I do that for my own reasons because um, I'll probably be the last person ever in the 2K league to ever get caught slipping on something stupid. Uh, and you know, I pride myself on that. I've feel like you know we've all not only you know me but everybody who's like participating in this 2K league is blessed with this opportunity. And uh, you be pretty stupid to blow that on like social media or just doing something stupid. Obviously if there's things that I got to do for content or um, things I like to do, like, you know, this podcast, for instance, uh, I'll do that like any day of the week, but buying like getting baited into somebody tweeting that, you know, we're the worst team in the league right now, or, you know, Steve's is playing ass. Like, I don't care. Like they, I know what I do for this team. I know what I do for this league. Um, and then that's all I'm worried about. And at the end of the day, no, no tweet or anything like that's going to, gonna you know take away what i know my family thinks of me and like how proud they are of me and stuff like that so that's just what it is and that's why tweeting this is don't get baited into yeah, doing it most definitely uh david said how is everyone's outlook on the season even at the current state of the team's record uh honestly think our outlook's the same like it's a lot of season left yeah i mean it's two weeks in i know we're zero and four we kind of dug a little bit of a hole but I still feel like we can go win a championship, and I'm not saying that. I'd say that if we were two and two, one and three, four and zero, oh, like I believe in our team, and I believe in like the process, and I believe in like what we're capable of. And you know, at the end of the year, I'm very confident saying we're going to be there, we're going to be right there, and we're going to have an opportunity to to make something happen. And that that's just how I feel. Uh, what's going on, Fox? Uh, 2K Spartan said Warzone KDs. Uh, I'll let Scratty start with his. 1-8. Steez? 2.14. 3.5. Negative. All right, next question. Point six Hope you nine. Got- <laughs> <laughs> a KD is a point six. That's a lie. Point, no, you can point, look me up. Point my, zero six maybe. It's not that. My KD is a point seven seven now. I changed my name from the White Kite. It's now Ghost. Oh. So nobody knows that it's me. He's a ghost. <laughs> I'm a Can't ghost see out him. there. Ever since I put Ghost on there, I've been getting anywhere from about two to three. Two to five thousand damage and seven to eight kills a game. Oh. We're going up pretty quick. You're tough. Um, I'm definitely tough. <laughs> uh I take care of the chat for you for you guys. No worries. For real, for real. Mama Scrat. You definitely do. You're our uh, <laughs> you're our biggest fan in the chat. I remember last year when I did go in it, I was <laughs> I think I told Scratty, I think you're arguing with Chin. Yeah. And it was the funniest thing in the world. It it was uh, uh we definitely <laughs> love your support. We definitely love it. My favorite thing she's ever posted ever was that one, I don't know if it was a picture of you or a video of you, but do you remember I used to I used to like re-say it all the time. She used to be like, uh, "Hoodie who? Hoodie scrap." <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. Oh god, because I just picture her voice. That was good. Uh, Darrow said, "Any tip on making the league?" Uh, I mean, keep grinding. I, I know, like, Bye. I know that's easier. Like, it's cliche. It's easier said than done. But uh, just keep pushing, keep working on uh, your craft, whatever position you play. And then, like, when the combine comes around, hoop. Like, play play the game the right way. Uh, do the little things, and and uh, maybe one day your, your name will get called, you know. Um, that's it for today for us, y'all. Uh, 
we appreciate everybody coming in. Uh, appreciate y'all coming to the uh, podcast a little early. Um, can't wait to talk to y'all again next week. So we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, have a good one, guys. See ya. See ya. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.